0: Hello, and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, the Show, joined by my co-host, Chris Hagan. It's great to be back. We have a special guest this week, uh, quarterback one for our high school, David Faust. What's up? How you doing? How you been?
1: I've been all right. Just uh, staying in quarantine, playing a lot of Xbox lately. Good. (laughs) Good.
0: Yeah, I heard you. I've seen you've been running up the, the war zone lately.
1: Yeah, we run a lot of that. Don't really win too much, but it's fun.
0: Pretty cool. All right. So, you ready to get into an interview, Chris?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Um, all right, so my first question, uh, high school football team, you guys were nicknamed the Rat Pack, right? Yeah. So, where did you want to tell us where that nickname came from?
1: Uh, so, I think I started hearing that probably uh, around my sophomore year. Um, and, you know, we were, we weren't really, we went, uh, I think six and four that year. So it wasn't anything like, you know, we weren't, weren't too great. Um, and, uh, one of the coaches, uh, thought that, I think, I think he got it from when he was younger too, but he just thought it was like a, a kind of like a lifestyle to go by where like, um, we don't have like one star player or anything. We're just like, a, yeah, a pack of rats where everybody's just, you know, and like, Everybody's kind of equal, and then they, they said, they we're just going to keep gnawing at you for every minute of the game. And it like was kind of like a total joke. Um, and then junior year, it kind of started to catch on again, but it was just like – it was kind of just something the coaches threw out there. Um, yeah. You know, uh Dolch definitely used it a decent amount at the end of, like, some workouts, and then uh, me and my friends were talking. Like, it, it literally was a joke, and I was like, yo, if I get interviewed, I'm throwing it in there. <laughs> And then I uh, got interviewed uh, at one point, and, like I, I don't even remember the question, but yeah, uh, I just I just threw it in the interview, and then it just kind of caught on, and it was just kind of a joke the whole entire way. But yeah, just the uh, the basis behind it was that we don't have any like star players or anything like that. We're all just gonna keep coming at you and gnawing at you every minute of the game.
2: Gotcha. That's so that I mean worked out for you guys. You had a pretty incredible season.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, we did end up having some star players, so um, <laughs> I guess it didn't really fully fit, but, I mean, it definitely was a good mindset to go by. We, did, we didn't get ahead of ourselves or anything like that. Um, you know, going into every single game, like, if, uh, if you do have the good players, that's good, but, like, if you just have that mindset, like, you're going to, you know, go out and compete to the best of your ability, and, it, I mean, it definitely definitely helped us. Uh, yeah, this definitely. Year. Not necessarily the Rat Pack, but just that mindset in general.
0: That's awesome. So was that was that what the locker room feel was like every after every game? You guys scrapping to win and stuff. Uh, yeah. Was that really the yeah. mindset?
1: Yeah, definitely. Before the game, it was that uh, locked in and like scrappy. Like we had, uh, I'd say it was kind of like some groups um, where like there were some people blasting music, getting hyped, and everything like that. And then there was other people locking in. But after the game, it was insane. Pretty much every week, it was if it was a close game, it was like it didn't matter if we won by sixty. Or if we won by, you know, seven, like uh, pretty much every single game was music in the locker room, just kind of jumping around, Um, you know, just making fun of each other and everything like that. Yeah, it was a great, great feel.
2: Uh, So on your Instagram, you have a picture of you holding a pretty nice trophy. You want to tell us what that trophy was
0: for? I explain that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that's right there. It's called the Jim Rhodes Trophy, Um, and it's named after Jim Rhodes, who's a player. I should know more about him than I'm <laughs> – but, yeah. um, but, yeah, I think it, it started around, like, uh, 1960-something. Um, and so that uh, – there's, like, kind of two trophies to go with it. One of them is your name gets engraved, and it's uh, passed around to the schools every year. And then one is, like, the big guy that I was holding. Um, yeah. And so that goes to the county's most outstanding skill player. And then there's also, like, one for the best lineman. But, um, yeah, pretty much, uh, yeah, I mean, all of Anne Arundel County. So, like, Spaulding's included, uh, St. Mary's is included, Severn, and then any public school, like, you know, Chesapeake and all that. Um, and, yeah, it just goes to the county's most valuable players. I think the coaches voted on it, and I think the Gazette has some say in it as well. Um, but, yeah.
0: That's awesome. So you're engraved in that?
1: Yeah. So I have my own trophy sitting here looking at it, actually, in my room. Uh, it's pretty huge. It's, it's a cool trophy. I'm definitely proud of that, and then also there's one in the school's possession right now that has my name engraved on it, and then it's gonna get passed uh, to whoever wins it next year. Like, yeah, that's cool.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I thought it was cool because I got the fantasy football trophy. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: it's yeah. it stinks.
2: We couldn't do this uh, live interview. We could have brought the trophy in.
0: I know. Oh, yeah, that would've been awesome. Um, so I got a question. When you're uh, when you're out there in the game, when you call play, do you have are you looking for a certain receiver every time or you go through your reads? Uh, I guess it depends on how long you have in the pocket, but do you have a general guy yeah, you'd no. like to look to?
1: I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, definitely the answer there is going to be the guy is Sean Leonard. Um, you know, he had over 1,000 yards this year, like 18 touchdowns. So he had a little bit over half of my touchdowns. Um, but it definitely wasn't a, like, lock onto to him um, mindset. And he knows that, too. There's no, like – I mean, it's not like that's like an insult or anything like that. He knows that. Um, we had the talent this year where um, if he was getting double covered or anything like that, we could look to the right side at Sean Hemphill. And then we had some explosive people in the slot, too, with Jameson and, like, Lala. Um, and so, yeah, to, to answer your question, it wasn't, it wasn't just look at one receiver. I mean, there was designated plays where, like, hey, we are probably we want to look at Sean here. Hey, we want to look at Delvin here. And then there's also times where pre-snap, you know, I'm getting hungry. I want to take a shot. I'll definitely be looking at Leonard or Hemphill. Um, you know, pre-snap. But definitely, like, when we're putting in plays, it's um, it's not – it definitely is, uh, you know, go through your reads. It's not exactly um, lock onto one person. But with that being said, there is also a lot going into it pre-snap. So I would probably determine who I'm throwing the ball to, um, you know, before the play is even – before I call the snap or anything like that. But it doesn't have to do with, oh, I want to throw it to Sean here. It's kind of just based on coverages.
0: Okay, but you still that's, – that's interesting because still, boom, you're uh... – even if it's not the Sean that you're looking to every time, well, not I'm not every time, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the, but you're in your pre-snap, you will determine who you're going to throw to pretty much before.
1: Yeah, uh, right. um, with our offense, yeah, a lot a lot of it is pre-snap, um, and yeah, I mean, it's kind of just based. Like we put a lot of work in. We will watch a couple hours of film every single week, so I mean, I kind of know what people are going to do on the snap, and so you don't really have time to sit back and go through a full field like progression or anything like that when you only have five or six people blocking every time. So, I mean, I would kind of go into games, you know, knowing a lot of stuff, you know, just like, um, you know, what people are going to do after, you know, I call the snap. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't lock on to somebody pre-snap, but it literally is just called a pre-snap read. And I would be like, okay, like Sean's the primary here. If he's not open, then you're going to check. Like it's not, it, you kind of, yeah, with the pre-snap, it makes everything a lot simpler. It's not much, not too much reading. It's like if this isn't open, then you're going here. So yeah, that makes sense.
0: Now, do you play Madden? Is it the same? <laughs> do you, is it the same thing?
1: Uh, uh no, Madden's not the same thing. There's a lot of cheese in Madden. <laughs> I did not get the Madden this year, but I was huge, huge with Madden, like 16 through 19. I've grinded out uh, mutt squads and uh, Ultimate Team and all that stuff. Mutt squads last year, um, but yeah, I played a lot of Ultimate Team. I had had a bunch of really good teams, but I don't think it's anything really like Madden. I get asked that a lot. People think, I mean, I was pretty good at Madden, but I wouldn't credit it, um, you know, besides knowing the basics of what a Cover 2 is, what a Cover 3 is, but I can't really make translations um, from high school football to Madden.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say earlier, is that I think I speak for Brady when I say this, that most of our knowledge about football comes from, from Madden. <laughs>
1: So. Yeah, I got. I, got the, I mean, I got the basics. I got the basics for Madden, and I was like you know in elementary school and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't really translate <laughs> too much.
0: Well, that stinks. I, I guess I'm not going <laughs> pro then. <laughs> um,
2: uh, I got. A, I got a tough question for you. So, if you were to pick one quarterback to compare your game to, who do you think that would be?
1: Um. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, um, but I, I think uh, I would probably compare my game more to Aaron Rodgers um, just because, I mean, he has, like, the arm top um, that, you know, I would dream of having. Um, I think he has the best arm in the NFL. Uh, but, I mean, also, just he's elusive and he can move when he needs to. Like, nobody sees Aaron Rodgers and they think, oh, he's a running quarterback, but, like, I don't know, he has a couple highlights where, like, if everything goes bad, um, you know, he can get out of there and he can make something happen, and I feel like that's kind of something that I possess, too. Right. Um, I mean, you know, Brady's the GOAT. Tom Brady's the GOAT. But I don't know. I don't think uh, I'd compare myself to him more than I would compare myself to Aaron Rodgers.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. Now, do you uh do you grow inspiration from him or more of a different player?
1: Uh, i definitely say I have more inspiration from Brady, though. I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers like, is who I would compare myself to, but Brady, just the winning mindset. Um, and just like how much of a leader he is, uh, I would definitely say I get more inspiration from him.
0: So, uh, can we talk about the recruitment process at all?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's up?
0: <laughs> uh, so, like, how did that how that go down? So, you had colleges emailing you and texting you and stuff. And so, did you just meet with all the coaches and meet with all the programs and stuff?
1: Yeah, the recruiting process is kind of hectic. It goes it goes back to junior year um i mean it even goes back to like sophomore year and uh, i think a little bit of freshman year too um you know there's a lot of limitations as to what you can be doing but just getting in contact with coaches um since sophomore year on twitter and then uh junior years when everything kind of starts picking up um i'd be getting pulled out of classes probably like one or two times every day over this like three week period um and that's when coaches come in they sit down and talk um, and they just kind of meet with you and give you, like, some camp information and stuff like that and just kind of let you know, like, you know, if you're on their radar and everything like that. Um, and so that's where junior year is where I got a lot of interest from, you know, the Ivy League schools and a couple of SDS schools. Um, and then you kind of have to plan your summer accordingly, you know, which schools came in and talked to you and, you know, showed their interest. Um, and then, you know, I didn't really have the greatest junior year. Um, but, you know, with that, I still I still had a lot of attention, but no, you know, no offers or anything like that um and then you know coming senior year just kind of having like the explosive year that we had like the big jump from junior to senior year you get a lot more attention um not as much from fcs but a lot of d2 attention and then also picking up the preferred walk-on from maryland um being the first offer and then kind of like end of the season and uh you know like after the season is when you know you make your visits to the d2 schools and everything like that and they kind of tell you you know what what their program's about. You can go throw on their campus and everything like that and just, you know, take it overnight and see what life is like for a football player there. And then, um, you know, you just go home and do the same thing next week. And then um, you kind of have to start evaluating eventually. And then, so, you know, I picked up uh, about five or six D2 offers and then, you know, a decent amount of D3 offers as well. And then the Maryland preferred walk-on. And so, um, you know, I kind of just had to see what I wanted, and then, you know, everything uh, kind of just went towards Maryland
0: there. That's cool. So when they come to the school and talk to you, what do they talk to you about? Do they talk to you about like, the program or what they want to do with you or just about the school? Uh,
1: yeah, so junior year is more like, uh, uh, it's like, come to our camp this summer, we want to see you throw. It's just kind of like that, basically. And then senior year, when they come in, it's kind of like, oh, like you've had a good season. Um, you know, you're obviously on our radar and then it's, uh, see if we can come up and like get a visit scheduled, um, you know, the visits that I was talking about. So, um, it's usually just like basic information. Like if you need to fill out like a questionnaire or something like that, so you have all the contact information and then, um, see if you can make a visit to their school. That's usually what you end up talking about.
2: Yeah, I think it's pretty awesome that, uh, you're going to be staying here at Maryland. Uh, I'm going to be going to Maryland this fall, so. Hope to see you play some. Uh, but yeah, no, you, that
1: would be big. <laughs> uh,
2: you got a lot of stuff going on. You've got, like, especially during football season, you got to deal with that and all the recruiting stuff. And you're our class president, right? So yeah. how do you find all the time to balance all that stuff?
1: Well, um, so, I mean, the half schedule definitely helps, <laughs> um, you know, being able to go home. But... Um, honestly, just, like, prioritizing I and mean, keeping an agenda. Um, I mean, I know that sounds like a lame answer, but, I mean, it really wasn't too much, um, you know, to handle or anything like that. And just kind of, like, yeah, definitely prioritizing. Like, I had to, you know, get get what I need to get done out of the way first. I mean, I did put football, um, you know, really high up on my schedule, but having to sacrifice, you know, being able to go hang out with friends and everything like that. But, I mean, um, it definitely is worth it in the long run. Um, you know, just getting your homework done. uh you know, also like going to the gym and everything like that. So yeah, definitely just setting a schedule before every day, pretty much, and just kind of planning out what I'm doing.
0: Right. So talking about the long run, um, do you do you see what do you know what you expect in the future, or is it just going to base on if you get to play and how you play and stuff like that
1: for college? Uh, do you mean the future is in like my four years at Maryland? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, right now, you know, as a preferred walk-on, I know that, um, you know, I'm going to have to go through some obstacles that I wouldn't have to go through if I was put on scholarship. Um, but I mean, my plan right now is to go in there and just kind of outwork everybody. Um, I mean, I've put on a lot of weight and everything like that. So maybe, you know, turn some heads in the weight room or something like that, you know, just kind of show off the athleticism. And then, um, yeah, I mean, just the quarterback situation there right now is you're allowed to have... You know, a number of quarterbacks on scholarship, and they don't have that many right now. So if I can work my way to a scholarship and find my way on the field, then I mean I'm going to make that count. Um, but I mean, right now I'm just going to control what I can control and prepare as well as I can. And then if I do get the opportunity, I'm going to take full advantage of that.
2: Yeah, hey, good for you, man. Um, so moving away from uh, high school football, what are you going to miss most about it?
1: Oh my, um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff um i mean honestly honestly just like the workouts and like the like the the summer practices i mean i know that like when you're going through them it's kind of like it's a pain you know like oh having to wake up like two days and stuff like that you know we did that a little bit this year and like i mean having to wake up go to football like first thing in the morning go home you know rest and then go back again later but like looking back on it i mean i'm gonna be able to have that in college but like in high school dude it's just so much fun and i had a lot of freedom this year i mean. Not saying like screwing around or anything like that, but I mean it it definitely was a lot of fun. It didn't feel like it was just like we need to work. We need like work twenty four seven. I mean, we were working, but it was just it was a lot of fun. So I mean probably just grinding out the workouts and even like the conditioning and stuff, so it's kinda like hell when you're doing it, but yeah, it's definitely gonna be something I'm gonna miss.
0: Right. Um, so uh moving moving on, there's the uh so what made you choose Maryland?
1: <coughs> um yeah no I put uh put school first um in my decision process you know I'd, I I uh, like the summer last year I went to the Ivy League schools because you know Ivy League education is huge um so I mean I wasn't just focused on going playing football for four years and then like struggling to find a job and be like oh wait but I played I played quarterback <laughs> in college you know I mean that was never my mindset. Um, And so, I mean, the the education portion and the career path is definitely what I've looked for, and that's what I think Maryland can provide, you know, going to the business school and graduating from there. um, There's a really high ceiling out of there, and there's a lot of benefits that football brings as well that will help me enjoy my time at Maryland, but also set me up with internship opportunities or anything like that, um, you know, upon my graduation. So, I mean, going and saying, hey, I played D1 football, you know, in the Power 5 conference is sick, but it definitely was the education portion um, that, that, you know, skewed, uh, Maryland, is the tough
2: Yeah, that's, that's, pretty smart way of going about it, I'd think.
0: Yeah,
1: definitely, <laughs> since you're not,
0: you're not betting at all on football, which is nice, but, uh, that's still awesome, and you might be able to have the opportunity to, to sling the rock out there, so that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, that definitely
0: is plan. So, uh, are you more of, do you more watch, uh, college football or NFL?
1: Uh, I definitely watch NFL a lot more. College football is something that like I wanted to get into, um, but I mean I really I have not definitely don't watch enough of that. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a big big NFL guy.
2: Now you're a Redskins fan, right? I am. So how how are you feeling about the new regime coming in? Do you have hope?
1: I like I like the Rivera boat, man. I like it. Um, I mean I think if we draft Chase Young, which I think. If we don't draft Chase Young, I, I'm not going to claim myself as a Redskins fan anymore. Honestly. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've been through it all. And honestly, I think it's a fresh start, and I like it.
2: Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, whenever we get the chance to hope for anything, you kind of got to latch on to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks. So, hey, you guys got know, some hope, see. though. It'll, it'll hope be it. a
0: scary D-line if you guys draft Chase Young.
2: That is true.
1: Yeah, we got, we got a nice running back crew, too. We got... um I mean, we got Geist, and then obviously Adrian Peterson's like 100 years old. But I mean, we also we also drafted uh, like Bryce Love. I think it yeah, was that's him. right. But we ju- I mean, he was like projected first round before he tore his ACL. And so I mean, I'm thinking if he if he rehabs well, I mean, I think that'll be he's gonna be huge. I think. I mean, he's literally projected first like first round. Yeah, yeah I think how
0: you guys had like seven running backs on the on the depth chart. So I hope a couple of them are good.
2: Well, they're all, <laughs> yeah. they're always getting hurt. So they need yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, you
0: just need some. You need some depth, you know.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, I got a, I got a non-football related question for you.
1: Right, what president
2: would you compare yourself to, as class president? <laughs>
1: president? Oh my. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna stray away from the Trump train. <laughs> uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna compare myself to Trump Uh, because Mance says what's on his mind. He doesn't care what other people think about him. I don't care if people are going to hate on me for saying that, but he says exactly what's on his mind. And, I mean, uh, yeah, for that that reason, not saying anything about what he's done as president. (coughs) But he says what's on his mind, and I like that Um, because I think that's something I did a lot of. Um, And I think I can compare that to football, too, as a lot of my teammates would say. I mean, like, you know, just getting on them and just, like, telling them exactly what they need to hear and not, you know, what they want to hear, which I think, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, with the class president, I uh, sadly, you can't see any of it go down how you wanted to, but uh, what did you end up controlling at for the class president?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I didn't have, like, huge, huge roles, but, I mean, I had to stay at nest pretty much every single day, and, like, um, I mean, anything that had to do with, like, the school dances, or, like, any, like, fundraisers or anything that we had going with the school. I had to, like, set up, not really, like, set up, like, first but, like, I had to, like, kind of control those. Um, and then picking out everything for prom, um, you know, just, like, the the king, uh, the crowns and everything like that, that, when people get crowned, prom king and prom queen. So I had to, like, pick out that and pick up, like, the decorations and everything that we were going to do for prom. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, homecoming tickets, sales, so pretty much anything, like, little that had to do with the school. Um, you know, I kind of just had to like, be the, do the dirty work and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you're gonna speak at graduation,
1: right? I well, I mean, I hope I still have the opportunity to. Yeah, I have my speech written, but um, I'm probably gonna have to change that up to include the coronavirus somehow. Cause, <laughs> but yeah, I had that I had that written and uh, approved and everything by like January. So that
0: stinks. Gotcha. So, um, if we don't have graduation, if uh, like we just get our email diploma, you can come back on and read the speech for the class I
1: would, do, <laughs> I would, love, I would love to do that man we can,
2: we can give you some Maybe constructive it. criticism too yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, we'll Miss Crankfield, Crankfield gave you that constructive criticism so she could, I don't know if you can dig in more than she did
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably not
2: yeah alright I got one more question for you, why'd you stop playing baseball
1: uh um, you know, I mean, honestly, just, uh, I just wasn't really having enough fun out there. I mean, I love the Ouch. team. <laughs> I, I love the team, you know? Um, but like, honestly, when I look back at that year, like, I just remember like fun memories with the team, but like, I don't know, just the game, like I had to rotate in. I wasn't getting a whole bunch of play time. I mean, I was going to come back and play senior year. Um, and I didn't end up doing that. Um, but just like, I don't know, just also the, the idea of having an off-season was awesome, and, I mean, I used that to the best of the ability my junior year and my senior year. Um, but, yeah, no, I honestly just – I don't think it was for me, man. It was uh, – didn't get a whole bunch of playtime freshman year. And so, you know, I want to say I could have stuck with it and, you know, made some made some good plays and stuff like that senior year. But, yeah, no, I just figured an off-season would be better than riding the bench. <laughs> Yeah, I can respect that. Yeah.
0: All right, I got one last one before we go. Uh, this is a quick one. The, do you like the Buccaneers' new uniforms or the Falcons' better?
1: <laughs> I like the Falcons, but those are fresh, especially yeah, the I where, think like the, uh, are the really red. Cool. There's like one where the red fades into the black, and like that one's I, mean, tough. I think that looks like, like super clean. Yeah. Yeah. Are, like, the
2: ATL thing pretty. looks kind of out of place though? Doesn't it?
1: I think is I that just me? Something. Uh,
0: I, I don't know. I think it looks good. It's a little big but
2: yeah it I mean, just looks unnatural
1: yeah yeah I, no, i think i noticed that too but yeah oh and the one yeah especially i'm looking at the one the red fading into the black it does look huge
0: yeah it's it is pretty big <laughs> I,
1: um,
0: I, I like the matte helmets though yeah yeah
2: the they're face. pretty nice
0: I'm and uh i wasn't a big uniform. fan of the buccaneers one besides the the uh red ones
2: the one where it's like all brown is kind of ugly
0: yeah, the gray ones? Those are weird.
2: I mean, they're yeah. really not that much different.
1: Yeah, they kind of look the same, I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, they look like the older ones. Right. But, uh, I don't know, I I'm like the helmet and I like the, uh, the red ones, trying, but the all white and the all gray look back. weird.
1: I'm trying to have them bring back the orange one. Yeah, that, that, I think that's, that's what that's everyone weird, wanted. Though.
2: Yeah. We got let down.
1: Ah, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, it's great having you on, Faust.
2: Yeah, thanks, David.
0: It was was a fun time.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah. Remember, everyone, stay safe, stay indoors, and uh, play some Warzone. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) sir. All right. See you guys.